1: You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, it was not a very fun day of football on Sunday. Uh, what did you think about the entire day?
0: Well, I, I imagine that your cuts are a little deeper because of uh, things that most Cowboys fans aren't as caring about, with, i.e. New England and, and Pittsburgh. But That's very um, true. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, I think for Cowboys fans, it was an ugly day, no matter how you slice it, whether it was, you know, Washington, uh, managing to find a way to win late and uh, against Jacksonville and, uh, uh, you know, Philly being Los Angeles, uh, you know, the only bright side there with that is that there's still, Dallas is still in the driver's seat with this. Um, and, you know Philly is about to go into a full blown quarterback controversy <laughs> because it's going to be kind of fun because, because Nick Foles and I am here for that so and also it is good to see the Rams continue to be taken down several notches so um yeah but as far as the actual Cowboys game Cowboy game went it was uh i mean i guess it's not terribly surprising right like i mean we we can just no, get not into it but but i mean because you know because of who th- it was the AFC game. It was going to – I mean, this – if you had to mark a game where that was going to be the letdown game, this is the most inconsequential game the Cowboys have left on their se- on their schedule, right? Because it's an AFC game. <laughs> sure. But, yeah, I, I think this was a game that was ripe for letdown. And then uh, once Zach – I really – once I found out – and we talked about this before the game. Once Zach Martin was scheduled to play and uh, – not play, and T.Y. Hilton was scheduled to play – I felt like that was uh, probably a bad omen for how things were going to go for the Cowboys that day.
1: All right, so let's just kind of reset things. So on Sunday, the Cowboys lost to the Colts 23-0. to uh, I'm trying to remember the last time the, the Cowboys were shut out. It's been a while at least, but uh, for the most part, Dallas – couldn't do anything on defense the the Colts were able to move the ball up and down the field uh the Colts had 178 yards rushing uh Andrew Luck was never sacked um Luck averaged seven yards per attempt um they basically did whatever they wanted to on on offense and the Cowboys had no answer for it so let's go ahead and start there um Kind of going into this game, and I remember saying this on our Friday show, is that this game is going to kind of reveal a lot about the Cowboys' football character. If they came into this game and played a close game and lost, I think that would show you at least some of the resiliency of this team. But I felt like the effort was not very good in this game. You had guys missing tackles all over the field. Uh, I think this was maybe one of the worst games the linebackers have played collectively. Uh, What did you see from the Cowboys' defense on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, it was not the best effort.
0: I think, and I actually think this isn't the worst thing that could happen because, again, because of the consequentiality of the game or lack thereof. Um, but I think if you're gonna have one of these games where it's you know, you makes you have to look at yourself, um, you know, then I think it's probably best to have it against uh, an AFC team, you know, a couple weeks before the playoffs. It, no one wants to go through this. This was an ugly game, especially as a cowboy as, as a fan of the team to watch for sure. But there as a coach who is taking his team potentially into the playoffs? I, I kind of think that they must be secretly happy about this because now they have something to point to and say, "Hey, look what happens! Look, you let up for one minute, and you know, this is what happens to you. You cannot afford to do that." Uh, and I think you know when you talk about tackling specifically and tightening up, and look, I, I think there were times when was the defensive line getting held a lot by the offensive line that it wasn't going called. There was definitely that going on. I think the refereeing or lack of calls at times was, uh, was quite ridiculous at, at points. You still got to find a way to get off blocks, right? Yeah. defense, the Linebackers, you have to find a way to, to finish the tackles, bring the guys down. And it wasn't just the linebackers. Defensive backs who usually are pretty steady as far as tacklers, um, you know, a woozy at times. I think I saw Jeff Heath bounce off a guy at least. You know, they they need to ta- uh, tighten up their tackling because they're none of these guys are good enough to just do it on talent. You know, like they need the the part of what makes this defense go is execution and speed and you know doing your assignment well and at a high high rate of speed. Not just because you're an exceptional athlete. You know, there are a couple of those guys on this team that are that, but everyone else they need to be. On their screws when it comes to the technique because that's the whole point, is that they've simplified this defense down to the point where you should be playing fast and playing correctly. So if you're not playing correctly, that's completely on you. So uh, the, I think if anything, the, the defense needs to make sure uh, they get back to the kind of basics, tighten up the tackling, tighten up their fits. The run fits are obviously, obviously an issue at times. Um, and, and I think that overall, I mean, you know, look, Uh, Let's also not forget, this offensive line is, especially now that they got Kelly back, I mean, that's an impressive interior three, as impressive as almost anyone in the league, really. Uh, So I, I think that showed in the dominance of the middle of the field. Uh, in the middle of this defense, Um, but there is so much that this defense needs to clean up. Uh, Even despite the fact that they only ended up allowing 23 points, there is a lot of things that this defense needs to clean up uh, before we start even considering making any kind of noise in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, just to kind of go by the play log, um, the the Colts punted just one time yesterday. They started the game off with a touchdown drive, then a punt after 11 plays, 11 play, field goal drive, touchdown drive, field goal, field goal, fumble, end of game. So the Cowboys defense just didn't do a good job of keeping them off the field. Um, T.Y. Hilton, a, a player that was very, very questionable coming into the game, has a pretty bad ankle, was able to go for five catches for 85 yards. The Cowboys really didn't have an answer for him. Uh, it just just a bad game plan for the Cowboys. You know, we're used to seeing the Cowboys kind of come out with a lot of intensity, um, you know, flying all over the field, they just didn't look that way yesterday. They kind of, to me, it looked like they thought they could show up and just stop the Colts' offense, uh, and that wasn't the case. The the Colts, they do a lot of things that really challenge you. Um, it, like you mentioned, their offensive line, uh, you know, it, it's a very talented group, but it, it was just not the it, not a good day from the Cowboys' defense. Um, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk about the Cowboys' offense. Let's pause so we can tell you about today's sponsor of the show, which is MyBookie. MyBookie has been in the business for years, and their rep is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses, so off the bat, you're making money for doing absolutely nothing. And they have the fastest payouts. Seriously, just two business days. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that has been good to me, and that's why I'm urging you guys to make your way to MyBookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game, live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and an all-new mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. If you join now, MyBookie will match your deposit with an up to 100% cash bonus. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to activate that offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, Landon. The Cowboys' offense was not very good. Uh, Dak Prescott threw for just 206 yards on 39 attempts. Uh, they ran the belt ball okay. Zeke finished with 87 yards on 18 carries. Uh, but it seemed like this wasn't necessarily the, the offense coming out flat. It was just more about the execution. Would you agree with that? This, this, is, this whole thing was about
0: the, uh, the offensive line. I mean, I, I mean, I, this is the, it was terrible offensive line play. I mean, they were getting dominated on the run game and in the pass game. Uh, you know, th- I think you can also talk about you know a couple of different key drops that happened at different points,
1: um, which you know you cannot have. But I, I, I mean. I have wait, a hard wait, do time. You know, do you know there's people that are arguing that those aren't drops, those are bad throws by Prescott? Like the Jamaica yeah, lawals I mean,
0: of, of course they are. I mean, the same people that are coming out, and I'm sure the, that are talking about how the game plan was problematic. Dude, I mean, like, look what's happening on the field, guys. Like, I, I don't really – you could call the, the – The Statue of Liberty, the new Statue of Liberty play that no one's ever seen before. If the guys (laughs) aren't blocking the the defensive linemen, if you cannot stop the defensive linemen from getting into the backfield to disrupt the (laughs) pass, punt, (laughs) pass, field goal, uh, you know, run, etc., then it it doesn't really matter what the play call is or whatever. Like, you know, they were being destroyed. Um, And and then when you know when Xavier Suofilo got his eye. Knocked out or whatever happened to him. <laughs> they they were running stunts inside, and, and and you know, Redmond, bless his heart, couldn't pick up. You know, the stunts couldn't pass guys off. Uh, there was pressure coming from everywhere. I, I think you you mentioned the stat. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, what was it that uh, uh, was it fifty of of, of Ezekiel's eighty five yards came after contact. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not ideal, bro. <laughs> like, no, no. you know what I'm not saying. So. I think, uh, you know, and and I had a whole mix-up of uh, of people on Twitter that, you know, wanted to argue of semantics with me about this, but I will, you know, kind of further make my point here. The fact that we are now sitting here at the end of the season and the offensive line is not only not the best unit, not only not a good unit, but the unit that could be sinking the team right now, is really hard for me to wrap my brain around, considering where we started at the beginning of the season, um, but that's where we are. And um, it's, it, you know, defensive line did not play great. Uh, linebackers didn't play fantastic. I, I mean, they, I think they played okay. I think the 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 worst unit, maybe on either side of the ball in uh, in this game, was our offensive line, and um, and it and it you know it it really contributed to them not being able to do anything and I think you know it's been rearing its head for a while I mean since specifically they've had red zone issues I think with com- compressed space you're you're waiting on your on your uh, your big guys to move to make create space for you so your your guys can have to take the ball and do things with it or throw the ball when they, when they need to have time to move around and execute when it, the spaces are tight but i think that that has bled out into the larger offense where they c- barely are able to operate their offense they are th- when they do get big plays it you know in the run game or in the pass game it's because of f- you know fantastic efforts by Zeke and Dak to avoid the mess around them in order to get it done um so yeah i mean i think you know people can talk about Uh, Well, he 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 could have gotten a little bit more on this pass, or you know, and it's like, guys, look what he's having to do to get the pass off. Look, look look what Zeke is having to do to get that four-yard run. You know, like the things that they are having to fight through and overcome to get, you know, measly scraps of yardage or production uh, is is taking substantial efforts, and that's not how it's supposed to be.
1: Uh, I want to talk about the red zone offense because that's really the only thing that's holding this offense from being back from being a top ten unit in the league. Uh, so so far in the season, the Cowboys are twenty six in points per game at nineteen point seven. Uh, they are the 31st-ranked red zone offense. Now, if you compare that to the last two years, 2007, the Cowboys were 7th in red zone offense. 2016, they were 5th in red zone offense. If the Cowboys could even get back to league average, you would see this offense scoring, you know, what, maybe 6, 7 more points a game. It, it, it's become a big problem now. We can have a discussion as to why they're struggling in the red zone, but I think the, the easiest part to point to is their offensive line. Um, you know, I kind of just went into that. That game, at one point, you had Connor Williams, Adam Redman, and Joe Looney as your three interior offensive linemen. Kind of going, going into training camp, you could have made the case that the Cowboys had the league's best interior offensive line with Frederick, Zach Martin, and Connor Williams. So, right there, you lose two all-pro players. It's awfully hard to bounce back from that. We talk all the time about how the NFL is a star-driven league. When you're missing two guys that are all pro players that are getting paid, you know, well over $10 million a season, it's kind of hard to over- overcome that, right?
0: Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I think that's the thing. Uh, I, I say it all the time, and I uh, context matters, you know, and uh, I think it's like, you know, I love Warren Sharp stuff, but Warren Sharp pointed out that thing where they said, he said that you know, the uh, the Colts come out on the goal line, they run 11 personnel, they score a rushing touchdown. Cowboys come out, they line up in 12 personnel, they don't score a touchdown. Well, there's more to it than that. Like, maybe sure. the, the Colts had Ryan Kelly and Quentin freaking Nelson playing, you know, guard and center for them, and the Cowboys had straight backups, some of them fourth-string fourth, fourth string guards playing interior. And and I think this is all stuff that the Cowboys fans also need to keep in mind is that, uh, you know, yes, it was a terrible game, and execution was awful, but a lot of execution was awful because the players that they were forced to play were awful, you know? And I, I think um, the hope is, is that you get Zach Martin back, um, and, th- you know, th- things will shuffle into place. Either you put Connor Williams into Xavier Suofilo's spot or he's back. You know, and some of this may not be fixable until next season. Maybe what requires what is required is better personnel on the offensive line. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's tough to say because we still haven't gotten a full offseason with Mark Colombo. So there's a lot of moving parts here. And there's, there's a lot of context that, that needs to be injected before, you know, we make proclamations about what this team or team is or isn't based on one game's effort. You know, I think that there is like this Cowboys team is not the same, especially considering, like I said, the offensive line is supposed to be the crown jewel of this unit. Does this seem like a crown jewel offensive line that we have out there? It, it, It sure doesn't to me.
1: No, I think you can make the case that this is one of the bottom five offensive lines in the league right now as currently constructed. I mean, even Tr- Tyron Smith, uh, you know, a player that has been fantastic for the Cowboys, clearly isn't himself. I think he now has five yeah. holding penalties over the last two games. Uh, I mean, we can say some of those have been kind of stretches, but at the same time, this is a player that clearly looks like a shell of himself right now. And you're hoping as the season goes along, he gets a little healthier and he can, you know, kind of get back to that level. But right now, this is a really, really poor offensive line. Uh, I want to finish up with Dak Prescott. He was 24-39 for 206 yards. He had the interception at the end. Uh, what did you think of his performance on Sunday?
0: Uh, I'm sorry. Who, who did you say? You cut out for a second.
1: Uh, Dak Prescott. What did you think Dak about his, perfor- his performance on Sunday?
0: You know, I mean, again, I think that it's something that we tend to give running backs a little bit more uh, – Leniency on this, but I think that when you look at what he had to overcome at times in order to get, you know, even simple plays off or to to execute simple plays, uh, you know, he didn't have the the greatest game. I mean, I think the numbers will show you that, but I also think that he uh, was doing the best he could at some of the points. You know, he was harassed. I mean, and I think that uh, more than just the 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 sack totals will show. Um, I think that he was he was having a hard time. You know, there were definitely times when he had time in the pocket, and he was not getting the ball out at, at times. But there were also, you know, and that's that's something that you know we've seen that we that we know is that something that he struggles with. But I don't know that that was the difference in the issue. I think to me, the issue was that they couldn't execute anything in in. You know, early on, they had a whole bunch of holding calls, even when they mm-hmm. were able to execute plays. And 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 if you, I mean, I, I don't know for sure, but I I would have to think that almost all those holding calls came on pretty usually big plays that the Cowboys have managed to finally eke out. You know, so I I
1: think it, I went back and looked at. I think it was Dak had sixty one passing yards that were taken away because of holding penalties.
0: You know, it's just one of those things where they they could not get any rhythm because once they started going or or with something. Uh, you know a penalty get called or or they'd get a negative play or you know and and it's just it was uh, i think at, at some point it was just dak trying to do whatever he could to you know get this team to get some points and it just it just wasn't not happening and like i said there was drops um you know i think i don't really i want to go back and look and see what happened with amari cooper but i think a lot of it had to do with the fact that um they were able to play a lot of cover, too. They did, and yep. And so they, you know, that kind of limited opportunities down the field. They And they asked the, the Cowboys to run the ball against them. And I think the Cowboys' offensive line, as it currently is constructed, um, is not capable of dominating at, at the level that it should in order to be able to beat a team, um, you know, uh, Beat, to beat a team that's that's allowing you to run and, uh, and score consistently that's allowing you to run because I think that you know he, Zeke is having to dodge defensive tackles in the backfield he's not able to get any kind of uh, you know momentum going
1: Yeah I went back and watched Dak just Dak today uh, I didn't think he was that bad I mean it, it wasn't his best game but if you all of a sudden you include the Jamaal Olawale touchdown um, you look at some of the drops, Dalton Schultz, Jarwin. Had a drop. J- yeah, Jarwin yeah. had a drop on fourth down. Uh, Schultz had a drop early in the game. The ball hit him right in the hand on a third down pass. It, it wasn't Dak's worst game. The interception wasn't his fault. That ball clanked off of Jarwin's hand. Um, it, he, he was hardly the reason they lost the game. I mean, you just, again, look at the play, the, the play drives in this one. You know, they had, they opened the game up with a 10 play drive, a 15 play drive and a 14 play drive. They came away with no points in those three drives. Uh, you know, they had the missed field goal. They had the drop touchdown, the failed fourth down conversion, uh, and then ultimately the, the, well, I guess the fumble, which was the Zeke fourth down play. But it, just a lot of things went wrong. I don't think you can blame this game on one single player. I think it was a, a team loss, and you're hoping that they can kind of get this sour taste out of their mouth quickly and beat Tampa Bay next week. Um you know, that game all of a sudden is going to be, it's gonna be a, a, an exciting but nerve-wracking game because I don't think you want to go into Week 17 having to win a game on the road against a, a division opponent. So just something to keep an eye out for. But that's it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow and at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Lockdown Cowboys, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you guys next time.